Let's stand tonight. to slip up your hand to the Lord and say, Lord, I want to worship you tonight. I want to create an individual little booth here of worship and praises and faith coming from our hearts, God, lifting up hands, giving sacrifices of praises, speaking out of our hearts, Lord, speaking out of our lives, Lord. Pray that you would breathe across this congregation, Lord, with a pulsation of faith, Lord, a pulsation of healing, deliverance, and Help cometh from the Lord Jesus. Lord, your word is able to speak to our hearts tonight. Speak to our needs, Lord. Speak to every brother, every sister. We're asking you to speak, Lord, to the family of God. Speak to every individual, Jesus. We lift up our hearts and our hands. We're needy people, God. We have need of you, Lord. Jesus, thank you for this atmosphere, all the words that have been spoken, all the brothers and sisters that are here that are pressing forward and pressing on. Give us strength, oh God. Give us revelation, Jesus. Give us a rapturing revelation, God, something that would catch our souls away from this wicked, evil, sinful, distressed world that we live in. We have you, Lord. We have the answer. Hallelujah! We have the one that is able to minister to every need, Jesus. Soul, spirit, and body. Bless your name tonight, God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Shake hands with somebody. Say, God bless you, brother, sister. 
thank you. Amen. Praise his name. Let's turn to Zechariah chapter 4. And um, is it okay to show the other first one? And then we'll go back to this one and show you some photos. I just felt to go right into the Word. That's okay tonight. And we'll show the photos in just a moment. We'll bring testimony from Victoria. The Lord is good. Hallelujah. There was, a, there was a prayer request coming through, I think, earlier in the week, a Monday Tuesday we got it in. I think Brother Bisco got it and some of the other ones. Um, and we got a, another text today that they had went in. This is a sister from New Mexico that had cancer in her thyroid. And um, she had surgery today and they went in and they could find no cancer. Amen. Praise be to God. Amen. Just totally took it away. Amen. Praise the Lord. Sometimes you get te- texts and emails and calls and things, and then it just happens so quickly like that. Our God is great. We'll go- read a scripture, and then we'll um, give a little testimony kind of backwards, but we just felt the Lord's uh, presence in that song, and we wanted to just give Him praise. Hallelujah. It'd just be wonderful. Just change everything. It's kind of a little bit of a pre-camp uh, meeting tonight, preparing for camp. Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6, real familiar to us and you that are believers. He answered and spake unto me, saying, Zechariah 4, 6, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. Who art thou, O great mountain, before Zerubbabel, thou shalt become a plain, and he shall bring forth the headstone thereof with shoutings, crying, grace, grace unto it. And that's a lovely verse, isn't it? I was looking at that verse today, and I was thinking about that. He shall bring forth the headstone, which we know as Christ, thereof with shouting. So as you bring the headstone, there ought to be crying. Around that of an atmosphere of grace, grace, unto it, or unto the headstone. Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, The hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundation of this house. His hands shall also finish it. Coming into camp, this is a good verse for us. He's laid the foundation of this house, and his hands shall also finish it. And thou shalt know that the Lord of hosts hath sent me unto you, For who hath despised the day of small things? For they shall rejoice and shall see the plummet in the hand of Zerubbabel with those seven. They are the eyes of the Lord which run to and fro through the whole earth. I want to thank God for sending us a prophet. It it was sent for you and me. Now to those that aren't predestinated, they scoff, they mock, they reason it away. You and I needed it. And those eyes were the eyes of the Lord. So if they want to pluck out their eyes, it's no wonder they're blind. So here it is in verse 10. The eyes of the Lord which run to and fro through the whole earth. God bless his word to your hearts. You can have your seats. And Can we just go back, Brother uh, Joe? He's going to help us thank the Lord for Brother Michael Ray stepping in and song leading tonight. Amen. So uh, we were able to travel to Victoria over the weekend. 
And I just want to bring back uh, this greeting uh, to you and um, a little testimony. We visited Brother uh, Kyle and Sister Christina and their lovely family on Friday night. This is on Saturday. You see Sister uh, Sarah has her cucumber in her pocket. And it was Duncan days there, just being with them a little bit. Some of uh, the outreach team came over. There was 14 that came over with Brother Matthew and then Brother Joe Hildebrandt, which is there. So it made a real nice uh, uh, on the Sunday, Sunday morning with Brother uh, Kyle's family. On the Saturday, we spent some time. Brother Anselm is on the left-hand side. He's an elder brother in the church, Brother Kyle Morton. And then Brother Peter and his family uh, also joined us which was very wonderful. Sister Anna was there and sang a song with our dear sister Rotunda. Um, there was other uh, ones that joined and, and sang. Coming into camp, this is a good testimony. It's just good to be doing all that we can for the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, th- this was a picture from the front of the church. This is a little group uh, place that they rent. And this picture was taken before Brother Peter's family came and filled up the whole front row, so we're thankful for that. But um, somebody took that photo. Then they, uh, this is a picture from the back. Isn't that a lovely building? And the Lord's given them a wonderful place. Brother Phil Etock that's here on, on the side, he plays the piano. And they said it was the largest gathering that they've had there. My brother David Andes joined us uh, there over the weekend. We appreciate him for being with us. Then they did some street witnessing. To, sh- to you that recognize this in the background, that's the Parliament building. And right in front of the table here is the Empress Motel. It was just a wonderful time to be able to share the message. And Stevenson, uh, Stevenson it was the weekend before that. This is another place that the believers um, witnessed uh, and gave out the tracts and things. And whenever I see these photos of people that are hearing the message and hearing testimonies, doesn't that do something for your heart? Brother Michael Diaz and Brother Dan Diaz, they've joined efforts. And here's a person receiving uh, the message of the hour into their hands. I always think of this testimony of the word. It just keeps going out. Amen. Thank the Lord for that. And mission accomplished. I think that's what we're going to hear one day. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. So, greetings from Victoria. And from the saints there, they send their love to you. Amen. And we bring greetings to them. We had a wonderful service and came back on Monday. So maybe, Brother Joe, we can go back. Tonight, I'd like to speak on the atmosphere of sensitivity. And um, just look at uh, this thought as the Lord just laid this on our hearts to speak for tonight. If you have your Bible in Zechariah, and we'd like to look at the one verse of Scripture, Zechariah 4. Um, verse 6 was the, uh, as we just prepare our hearts for camp, let this be a message again to prepare our hearts for camp. Zechariah 4, 6. I think I have it on the, on the screen also. Then he answered and spake unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. Who art thou? O great mountain, before Zerubbabel thou shalt become a plain, and he shall bring forth a headstone thereof with shoutings, crying, Grace, grace unto it. 
When I was in prayer and I was looking to the Lord for this service, in verse 6 there, I highlighted it in the green. It's not going to be by our might or by human might or by our power, but it's going to be by the Holy Spirit. And as we come into these times, as we all yield ourselves together as an assembly, and as we come under His direction, what the Holy Spirit would be directing, they say, well, who's the director of the camp? The Holy Ghost is the director. I've got into that habit now about who's speaking at the church services, Brother Tom. That People ask you, who's speaking tonight? I always say, the Holy Ghost. And they, oh, man, tell us. I don't tell them anymore. The Holy Ghost. Amen. We, I don't think we have uh, favorite preachers. The Holy Ghost is our favorite preacher. And, and maybe the very brother you don't receive much from, the Lord put him in the body to kind of help you a little bit. And, amen. <laughs> As I was in prayer, this atmosphere of sensitivity just begin to come into my heart. How we set ourselves aside and get into a channel, just begin to, so to just get into our prayer lives now. What would the Lord want of your lives? How would He want it done? How does He desire to uh, use your life? Or who else would He want to use? And just stay sensitive. Because we're, st- we're living in a generation when Satan wants to harden hearts. He wants to numb the people. He wants to get us to a place where we don't hear that still small voice. And we're moved by other things. As the Bible says in 1 Kings, do you remember uh, when Elijah went into his cave and the Lord came unto him and said, What doest thou here, Elijah? Who remembers that? We've all been in caves of our lives where we just kind of pull back and get away. And it's like the Holy Spirit is saying... Uh, What are you doing there? It's time to come out. You can't just hide back there. It's not going to be by your might. It's not going to be by your strength. It's going to be by the Spirit of God. And the Word begins to resurrect your heart. And you lay aside yourself and yield to the Holy Spirit. And you, you might remember in 1 Kings 19 when the Lord passed by and there was a great and strong wind that rent the mountains. Do you remember the Scripture? And it began to break apart the pieces of the rock. But the Bible says the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. And it goes on to say after the earthquake of fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. Would you agree those are pretty spectacular things? Do you agree? Strong winds, earthquakes and fire. Many of us probably would be moved by that. But then the Bible says, the Lord, he began to move by a still small voice. And it was so when Elijah heard it that he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entering in of the cave. And the voice came unto him and said, what doest thou here, Elijah? So right in the moving of the word, the Lord is speaking to you and I as individuals. He creates an atmosphere around us where we can be more sensitive to the Holy Spirit. It was just this past week, I think it was, could have been yesterday, well, Brother Branham in 1963 spoke on the message, Paul a prisoner. And in that message, he spoke about Paul being a prisoner. Even there was times in the scripture that uh, other men wanted uh, Paul to come to uh, the certain place and uh, he would not come. Because he was waiting for the movement of the Holy Spirit. 
He was sensitive. And I believe tonight that's all of our desire. Lord, help me to be a prisoner. Let there be a sensitivity in my life. Where is the mind of the Lord in the matter? Wait on the Lord. Have patience. In this age of impatience and people are, as our brother Ernie said, they're neurotic and they've lost their minds. I, I was thinking of this today and how we live in a, in, in the God of this evil age is Satan. It's not the God we serve. In fact, it's Satan's Eden where they call it beautiful. And there's a, something in the bride that makes us sick. And, and we're being prepared now on, on the very contrary, the very same moment we're being prepared in an atmosphere of sensitivity. And it's like the world is falling apart all around us and they have no answer and, and they've become calloused. They've become hard. Would you agree that we live in a perverse generation? In fact, the Bible says the days would be like the days of Sodom. And Gomorrah, where it's evil, it's twisted. They've lost their natural affection. People are tormented today. They're troubled. They're without hope. They don't have the answers. And as we prayed, Jesus is the answer for us. And let there be a connection back to his presence tonight as we come into camp now. And as we come into this time together, Jesus was coming to the time of the cross. And he, he was. Uh, if, Father if you're willing to take this from me. And maybe there's an area you feel uncomfortable. Or maybe there's, you're in the time of your life. When you feel out of your comfort zone. But he began to pray like this. Father if thou be willing. Remove this cup from me. Nevertheless. Not my will. But thine be done. Can we move in this channel together tonight. From the. All of us together, counselors and helpers, kitchen staff, fathers and mothers, where we can say, not our will, but thine be done. Help us to be sensitive, Lord. Now, all of the messages we've been hearing in our local church, and you've been hearing through the week as God's prophet, and you get into his presence, the bride is gleaning the nature of Christ from the word of God. As we hear the word, we are becoming the word. In fact, she is him. So we ought to be more sensitive tonight than ever to the raptures, uh, the things that are happening, the catching away, being sensitive to the atmosphere. And if it's grieving to the Holy Spirit, God, take that away from us. If there's things in our lives, in our families, in relationships, if somehow we've become stubborn and lost the character of Jesus, this is the house, the house of judgment where it begins at the house of God. Don't you want to go home? Lord, break us free out into that realm where the atmosphere can just begin to swirl. One mind, one accord. I know many of you work today and it's a struggle on a Wednesday night, but we're getting ready for future successes. Lives are going to be changed. Some of our children are going to give their heart to the Lord. Some of our teenagers are going to find themselves. Some dad or mom or grandma is going to cry out and, and God's going to heal them. He's a healer. He's a deliverer. 
Amen. So as the bride begins to move now under these impulses, because we're feeding from this uh, body word, as we begin to come closer to him, we become more sensitive. And it creates an, uh, an atmosphere around us of the moving of the Holy Spirit. But then we become responsible to stay connected to the head. Begin to reflect now his thoughts more. His attitude, his, what his will is. It just becomes, because you're connected to him, it just flows. And this is our desire. I believe more and more. I don't believe the atmosphere should lessen. I believe it should get greater. And when you don't feel that it's the way that it ought to be, don't lean back and get casual. Lean forward and begin to fight. Begin to pull. We're in an hour where the combine wheels are already turning. The, the word has already been spoken. There's a great time of falling away, but the bride is moving more into that place. Stay sensitive. Now let's get, just talk about this. Just for a little bit as we speak about being sensitive. Being sensitive means being able to um, search the mind of God to the subtle moves of the Holy Spirit. So that it becomes something penetrating and profound. So it's a delicate movement sometimes that he wants. Great decisions are being made and souls are at stake. So nice to have Brother John and Sister Marie lay here with some of their family. God bless you. We all have an influence on our family, on our loved ones. And where Satan has tried to rob us for many, many years, there's a bride that is more ardent than ever. Give us our families. And as it's been said, you say, I don't have a family. I'm single. I was streaming the service Sunday. I had about a four-hour meeting Sunday morning with a brother, but got back to my um, a place where we were staying, and I caught the last part of the service. Heard Brother Tom express, I agree 100%. There's some that are single here, don't have children, or prayer warriors, or some that have been counselors that are part of the success of this church. And in heaven, there'll be a great reward for you. Let's lay aside every weight and... And the frolic and nonsense and the me, me, me. It ought not to be that way. What can I do for the body? Is anybody lost? Does anybody need the Holy Ghost? You know, it's not how we handle the microphone. And you're trying to sing a song and it's how you hold yourself. It's how can we uh, be yielded to the Lord? It's what can we do for the saints where the Holy Ghost will feel pleased and come into a meeting and just drop right down. I've seen it, friends. I've been in meetings where it's the whole congregation has moved for the Lord Jesus. I, I remember speaking in New Zealand. It was actually in a, in a sheep herder's barn. It was in the upper floor where they sheared sheep. And, and the Lord Jesus dropped down into that place. And it was almost 100%. Of the people who are either on their knees or at the altar. Oh, you say that's years ago and we've gone on, Brother John. Well, let's stay close to Jesus. Do you agree tonight? It's sometimes a, a delicate movement that he wants. And it's not always superficial, but very thoughtful. Where his thoughts become our thoughts. And, and just understanding now, this is sensitivity. This is what it means. Where you begin to understand how he wants that done. 
what he's doing. You begin to step back and have another spiritual uh, perspective of what's happening. It's not just a service or a little gathering or a skit or a devotion. You begin to step back and be sensitive. God's doing something here. And it might not even be so much even to you yourself. It might be for someone else. I was speaking to a brother uh, this past weekend. And it happened at our camp a few years ago when Brother Craig Boer was one of our speakers. And Brother Craig, um, Kyle Morton was speaking. And it seemed to be there was another brother that was speaking that same year. I'm not for sure which one. But I, I just began to observe very quickly. It dropped into my heart that all the speakers at our camp were from a broken home. Either their father had walked out on them, divorced, there'd been a separation, or their father had died. And it was very amazing. Three or four of the main speakers at our camp came from broken homes. And I began to think what God was doing in the body. He was ministering to the needy. Ministering strength that it's like that the Lord takes sometimes a a family wheel might be broken, but God's able to bring those individuals to his glory to show that in the time of brokenness or weakness, he's able to bring them not by their might or their power, but by the Holy Spirit. I know we're in a church service tonight and it's being streamed and we're in a building, but I just feel like it's almost a camp atmosphere. Lord, bring an atmosphere into our homes where we can stay sensitive and not be indifferent and show an attitude of indifference where, oh, this isn't important to me. It's very important. I'm going to get into some quotes of Brother Branham in just a few moments, but we can almost carry an atmosphere at times where, where what's happening there is not, it's kind of insignificant or it's meaningless. But I don't believe it is that way for us. I believe it's significant. I believe it's meaningful. It's not trivial. It's, it's, it's very important and it can create an atmosphere of non-responsive when we're not sensitive anymore. We get kind of lost in the crowd and I pray, God, bring an atmosphere that is, is where we're more aware of what you're doing, Jesus. Where we begin to understand and search and begin to look out for the pulsation. Be looking for the pulsation. Be looking for the move of God. Is that okay tonight? It's very different. Now, and when we speak about atmosphere, it has to do with a dominating power that is this moving, surrounding. It's something or someone is being moved under an atmosphere toward the Lord, toward their time of help, toward their time of healing. Toward their place. Now, in faith is works expressed. Brother Branham talked about David. Can you go to that slide, Brother Joe? I don't have it up here on, on, in front of me that, with the sling and, and David here. David standing there with a little piece of leather, goat skin or sheep skin and two pieces of string. Maybe it was something like this. And Brother Branham began to talk about it, but it was revealed to him. Revelation struck him. Brother Branham said, Amen. He said, The God that took me out of the paws of the bear, that took me out of the paws of the lion, how much more will he deliver that uncircumcised Philistine in my hand? 
And that's how we need to look at the battles we're facing in, in July 2018. Where we see Satan trying to come in through media and grab the hearts of, of our families, of our youth. It ought to make us even more ardent. Who is this Philistine? Who is this giant? This devil? What God did before, he's going to do again. It was through a lion and, and through the paws of the bear. God delivered us from that. This is just the next uh, uh, Philistine. This is the next spirit that's going to come down. And Brother Branham said his brother's way more able to do it. Talking about David's brothers. They were way more able to do it. Saul was head and shoulders above his army. But you see, it wasn't revealed to him. He said, there it is. They believed it could happen. They believed that God could do it. But it wasn't revealed to them. But it was revealed to David. So stop waiting on everybody else. God's revealing something to your heart. You step out there. Because people can be believing that it can be done. You can say, well, who believes that? They'll, shake, they'll wave their hand. Or who believes God can do that? They'll wave their hand. But it's not revealed to them. But you let an atmosphere start moving around a person. And they start stepping in. This is for me. God's talking to me. It doesn't matter whoever else is in the building, who else is in the tent. God is dealing with your heart. This happened to me at, at, at I think, Camp Kiwamis, Brother uh, Tom. You remember the year we had it out near the ocean, and all of a sudden the lights went out. Who remember that service? And I think it was Jehu, come up here and ride with me, was the, was the scripture. And the lights go out. And, and the minister's fumbling around for his, his little light and bringing a light to read his paper notes back then or read the scripture. But there was the Holy Spirit trying to penetrate down into the hearts of the people. There was an atmosphere. So there didn't need to be much of an altar call. I knew whenever the end of the service come, I was one, the first one. I was right up there and, and knelt down. And and gave our hearts to the Lord. And it was so crowded around me, Brother Michael, Sister Abigail. No one ever even prayed for me. They couldn't reach me because of the crowd of people that was there. But God touched us. We've never been the same. And I believe there's, there's levels and areas of experience we all have in our lives. It's touching Jesus. The natural power might go out, but the Holy Ghost power is still throbbing. It's, an, it's a sensitive, it's going right down to the soul, bringing conversions, filling up our souls, our spirits, and our bodies. God, give us revelation. It was revealed to David. Brother Branham said, there's the difference. If it's absolutely revealed to you that God is going to heal you, you're going to get it. You're going to get it. You know you have a need and you walk into the word and you hear the word speaking. Just reach out and receive it. Doesn't matter about your shirt or your blouse or your purse or your fingernails. You might laugh, but some people get so caught up in their fingernails and how they look and their eyelashes. And oh my, I'm crying. I'm crying. Well, that, that's good to cry a little bit. It's good to let the Holy Spirit reveal we have needs. Sounds like we're preaching a camp meeting service. Brother Branham said, I don't care what's wrong with you or what's, uh, what the odds. It may be worse than David and Goliath. But if it's revealed to you, when it's revealed, David become fearless. He said, today I'll cut your head off. 
He said quickly. He said, our God by grace, in that crucial moment when decisions had to be made, that same God that produced the grace in that day, dropped that seed of faith in that little hunchback-looking boy seen in his heart. That same God in this crucial moment could take that woman from the wheelchair. That man there, if you believe it with all her trouble, that little grain of faith is revealed to you. I don't care how long it takes. That's what we need even in the message. Not just good stories and good feelings, but the Holy Ghost begin to move in an atmosphere. And people begin to reach out and actually touch God. Not just touch the preacher. Things begin to happen. People could be in a wheelchair of affliction. Or drug addicts, as Brother Tom said, drug all their lives into the house of God. And all of a sudden the word came and changed them. Could be raised in a Christian home. Still be dead in your sin. But God comes by and He changes that young man. Changes that young lady. I'm sorry, around camp kind of time, I just seemed to get a double anointing of God's presence. And I remember looking across the, the uh, little, um, uh, little place at Camp Chapel at the end of a service and see a young lady just standing, glorifying God and giving praises to God. In this day when teenagers are so self-conscious, people become so self-conscious. Satan tries to put a sickness in there and get you so worried about this. Sometimes it's God just stripping away all your flesh. God needs men and women that will step right in there and say, God, come down, Lord, and may the atmosphere be right. I want to be sensitive to this, Lord. Give us that fearless faith. Because it's happening at crucial moments when decisions must be made. And that little grain of faith is revealed to you. I don't care how long it takes. Could be 25 years. Could be 20 years. But God still does miracles. Some of you get so into a situation and so glued in and focused on it. And if it don't happen in a week or three weeks or a month or six months, you get discouraged. God give us Abrahams among us. Hallelujah. Lord, come through this Wednesday night service and let us be more sensitive to that power. More aware, more understanding, Lord. I'm waiting for that pulsation. Notice this giant. Because if you remember, David used a slingshot at this account. But later he used the sword. So there's times and ways that God will use men and women as time goes on. Maybe it'll be a slingshot one time and a sword the next. But let's go back to the slingshot. Notice the giant on the other side. He didn't believe it. And Brother Branham said, neither will cancer, neither will depression, neither is your weakness in your life. It won't confess that God is God, but we need to confess our God is God. He didn't, he didn't go out to convert the, the giant. He cut his head off. Oh, that, that giant laughed. He said, am I a dog? You send a kid out here to fight with me. That's what we need to do to some of our young people and children. Send them out in the fight. They're ready for this. They've been prepared long enough. It's time to move them out there. Let them serve God. Let, let the Holy Ghost fall on them. Let them begin to operate under. You say, oh, they're going to make a mistake. We all make mistakes. 
We all make errors in our lives, but get back up again. I remember speaking on this scripture at a big uh, meeting we were at, and, and even the pastor wasn't really along the same lines of thinking uh, as, as we were speaking out of Proverbs twenty four sixteen, where the Bible says, A just man falleth seven times and riseth up again. Say, after receiving the Holy Ghost or the Word, you'll, you'll, you know, you won't fall. No, the Bible says a just man falleth seven times and riseth up again. Psalms 37. Let's turn to this scripture, if we can turn to the scripture together. Psalms 37, verse 23. I have a little piece of paper in my Bible right here in Psalms 37. We're looking to the Lord to lead us for a specific thing. I think that's good for us. Put your order in. Sometimes we don't get anything from God or from the services. or Sometimes our families, we're living second rate or third rate when God wants to bring us back into His presence. Just be more sensitive. Start all over again. Just be, have enough humility to say, Lord, start it all over again. Renew my love. I'm holding this tonight. Just asking the Lord to lead us here. Psalms 37, verse 23. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Would you like to underline that? The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And he delighteth in his way. What's the next verse say? Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast out. Well, let me, let's read it like this. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down. For the Lord upholdeth him with his hands. So it doesn't say the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. He delighteth in his way. He will not fall. No, though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down. For the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. I have been young, David said, and now am old. Yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. We're not beggars tonight. We're not beggars tonight. We're not just shaking our little can. Oh God, you know, would you be so kind? No, it's asking you shall receive. If you want to see a greater move of God in your life, ask for it. God loves his family. God loves you tonight. I wrote this in my notes. God wants what is best for his family. God's not holding back now. Satan's not holding back. God's not holding back. Where you see Satan has brought technology to grip the hearts of men and women and your children. Satan has so developed and the tree of knowledge to grab the hearts of our children, then it ought to be more than ever that we're ardent and we're being focused. God help us at this time. What is it going to take to to break off the, the attractions for Laodicea? For our families. For our children. It's going to take an atmosphere. Where men and women are sensitive and the word can go out there and deliver the people.
As Brother Border said, oh, you know, how are we going to get this? How are we going to break free and help us, Brother Branham? And you remember that. And he spoke the word. Brother Branham spoke the word out there. And the bars and the, and the walls begin to crack open. Deliver those people. Would, do you agree that God wants what's best for his family? Do you agree with that? So you are a gift of God and God has brought us all together to be a body now. We're family. Wow. Someone's status this week I saw and they said, you can't choose your family. No. Oh, really quiet. Amen. You can't choose your family. Well, God chose the family. He put us all together. And there's something about it that when we all get in one mind and one accord, it's beautiful. Do you agree with that? God wants to use you. What can God do in a body of people that operate under one mind? And one heart and one accord where they realize that we're under another age now, another dispensation. And they begin to move out there and help one another possess their land. Look in verse 25, Psalms 37, 25. I have been young and now am old. David said this, yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread. He is ever merciful and lendeth, and his seed is blessed. And I am a seed of God. You are a seed of God. You're blessed. Verse 27 is a good word for all of us. Depart from evil. Leave it. Walk away from it. Flee it. Get away from Satan's house. And do good. And dwell forevermore. For the Lord loveth judgment and forsaketh not his saints. They are preserved forever. But the seed of the wicked shall be cut off. The righteous shall inherit the land and dwell therein forever. The mouth of the righteous speaketh wisdom and his tongue talketh of judgment. The law of his God is in his heart. Verse 31. The law of his God is in his heart. None of his steps shall slide. The wicked watcheth the righteous and seeketh to slay him. The Lord will not leave him in his hand, nor condemn him when he is judged. Praise God. So the wicked is trying to watch us and seek us, but the Lord will not leave us in the wicked's hands, nor condemn us. Verse 34, wait on the Lord and keep his way and he shall exalt thee to inherit the land when the wicked are cut off, thou shalt see it. I have seen the wicked in great power and the spreading himself like a great bay tree. Yet he passed away and lo, he was not. Yea, I sought him, but he could not be found. Mark the perfect man and behold the upright. For the end of that man is peace. Thoughts of peace. Has Satan been trying to rob your peace? Trying to take away your joy? Has he been trying to do that? Welcome the Prince of Peace. Verse 23 was our verse. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And he delighteth in his way. 
Thank you, Jesus. You see Goliath coming out there and saying to David and to the Israelites, am I a dog that you send a kid out to fight me? I'll pick you up on the end of my spear and let the birds eat your flesh. Everything Brother Branham said was on his side. But you see, that didn't shake David at all. It was revealed to him he had faith in what he was doing. He knowed he was going to do it. And he did it because it was revealed to him and he knowed where he was standing. Amen. I'm standing on the solid rock of ages. I think you sing that song. I'm standing on the rock of ages saved. Do we sing that? From all the storm that rages. Amen. And if God could just speak that down into your heart. Now, Brother Branham said, tonight, you're not going to be laying in that bed. You're not going to be sitting in that chair. You're going to be well. There wouldn't be anything change your mind in it. But until that happened, every preacher in the world could pray. And he said, I don't say it would help you. It wouldn't help you. It would. It'd encourage you. But until that faith, the healing power is in you, it doesn't come from the preacher. I'm quoting Brother Branham. It doesn't come from the preacher. It comes to you by revelation. By faith. That's where we need to stop and say, God, give me revelation. Put an atmosphere around us where we would shock one another. Say, why are you so happy this morning? Because God's given you a revelation. You're a son and daughter of God. You say, my, that, that sister's a lot in the flesh a lot, but lately she's been so sweet and she just went through that whole season. Uh, and God just really, you could see the glory of God and there was a lot of pressure going on. And I don't even know how she's standing, but you know what? You know what it was? It was faith. Something dropped into her heart. Something dropped into that brother's heart. The healing power of God is in you. Not by power. Not by might. But by my spirit, saith the Lord. It's just like the Holy Spirit came to us in prayers. We're just looking to the Lord for this service. You say, where does the titles come for your services? In prayer. It was the atmosphere of sensitivity. I thought, my, that's kind of strange. Didn't even have my glasses on. But I always have a notepad right there. I begin to write down on the atmosphere of sensitivity. And this begin to come through our hearts. Not by power. Not by might. By thy spirit, saith the Lord. I had to quickly write that down. My spirit, he said, by grace, reveals this to you. There's nothing that can take it away. It's revelation. God, let that be a dominating power in our lives. Let our homes now begin to move under that. Let our church begin to move under that greater. Can I just go to the next slide, Brother Joe? Just maybe help me out on, on this screen so I can see here. Here's the secret of this. The word is in the bride as it was in Mary. I know this is familiar. But the bride has the mind of Christ. For she knows what he wants done with the word. That's being sensitive. Would you agree? 
She's not a strong-willed feminist. She knows what he wants done with the word. Oh, this is so wonderful. This is just this is right in line here. I'm just breaking it down for you. She performs the commandment of the word in his name, for she has thus saith the Lord. Then the word is quickened by the Spirit, and it comes to pass. So, Lord, don't let it just be a sermon or a devotion or a skit. You say, I I came a little early, and I read before the service, or I prayed, and, and the service was just right in line. That's you being sensitive. That's me being sensitive. But when we just run in and, we, and you're not creating an atmosphere and, and you just things are happening. No, it's not just happening. It's being sensitive. And you begin to move into a channel. God help us to set ourselves aside. Get into this channel now. Like a seed, he said, that is planted and watered. It comes to full harvest. Serving its purpose. When I hear things like this. It's like the word is ministering to my soul. I'm a seed. The word is being watered in our lives. It's been planted. It's being watered. And it's going to come to full harvest. I'm going to serve God's purpose. You might as well be positive, friends. If you lean on the legal, it's always negative. Lean on the positive. This is the last part of this quote. Those in the bride do only His will. No one can make them do otherwise. I want to say that again. No one can make them do otherwise. You might as well be possessed with this atmosphere even tonight and say, nothing and no one is going to move me to do otherwise. Just get possessed with it. Just get so possessed that... You know, if people around you aren't going, you're going. And, but then you get into a, such a spirit, you start grabbing them and saying, let's go. Is that okay? They have thus saith the Lord, or they keep still. Also, we're a bride, we're a body, and we're moving together. So they have thus saith the Lord, or they keep still. They know that it has to be God in them doing the works. Fulfilling his own word. I know it's not by my might. I know it's not by my, by my power. I have no power. Some of you might be thinking, I'm a weak person. That's when the mind of the Lord can come down. That's when his word can come. He did not complete all his work well in his earthly ministry. So now he works in and through the bride. It's God counseling our children. It's God preparing a skit for months before and weeks before. and say, Where does that come from? It comes from the mind of God. Then God brings everything together. And you might feel like it's thrown together or at last minute. And little do you know, it's just fulfilling a big purpose. People have seen our productions and thought it certainly must have been something you, you planned and, and, and uh, your lines for months and months and months. And if they only knew. If they only knew. But we'll let them think that way. Amen. God's getting the glory. God wants people that will move out under an impulse. Because they've been sensitive. Lord, help me, Jesus. I'm setting myself aside. I'm creating myself to be sensitive. How should I speak to this young man? 
How can I speak to that young lady? God, use us today, Lord. She knows that. For it was not yet time for him to do certain things that he must now do. But he will now fulfill through the bride that work which he left for this specific time. For this specific hour. Do you see the harmony? Let's turn to Hebrews 13 together. Because we're nearing the end of the service. Lord, bring that atmosphere around me. If I've been calloused and not sensitive, forgive me. If I've allowed my... I'm speaking clearly here. If we've allowed our hearts to get caught up in work and school... And play. And we've left the work of the Lord and and doing for others what we ought to be doing. Then God forgive us. Then let's just repent and throw ourselves in line now with what lies ahead. I'm not thinking of anyone. I'm thinking of myself. Lord, Lord, revive us. Restore us. Move our, our focus down now, Lord. There's work to do. It's the heart of the Father now coming here. Hebrews 13, verse 12. Paul said, Wherefore Jesus also, that he might sanctify the people with his own blood, suffered, suffered without the gate. So if you feel like you're suffering for his name's sake, you're in good company. Jesus suffered without the gate. Let us go forth, therefore, unto him, without the camp, bearing... His reproach. Learn to go through life bearing your cross and a a reproach. Happily. See, it's a heavy cross. It's a heavy burden. The situation's bad, Brother John. Jesus went through this. He suffered without the gate. Let us, it's an encouragement now. Let us go forth unto Him without the gate bearing His reproach. Don't be sour face. Don't always be uh, bearing your emotions on your shoulder. Especially at camp time. Don't come into it. If you have to sleep outside under a tree, thank God you're even on the property. Boy, that was rhymed even. If you have to sleep out under a tree, at least you're on the property. If they make room for you, thank God. If they don't, Come to the services. Verse 14. For here have we no continuing city, but we seek one to come. Friends, there's going to be one day it's going to be our last camp, our last service. We only have a few moments with our children, with our teenagers. Brother Alan King had an operation last week and then went back into the hospitals. The suffering with needs to recover. Here we have no continuing city our bodies will all fall apart as we age as we get older there's nothing in this world we can prop it up and try to help it but there's nothing in this world that's continuing but we're seeking one to come by him therefore let us offer the sacrifice of praise to god sometimes when you feel like it When you had for breakfast your favorite meal or your coffee. No. Continually. Let us offer a sacrifice. Praise God. 
That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to His name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I appreciate you. I'm thankful. What can I do to help? Say, Brother John, you are crazy. No, we're sowing some seed out there. And God's watering it. He's going to bring out the increase. Someone is going to be born again. Filled with the Holy Ghost. Verse 16, but to do good and to communicate, forget not. For with such sacrifices, God is well pleased. So it's not just with talking and communicating with people that you feel comfortable. It's don't forget to communicate and to do good and sacrifice, but it's unto God. And that word, if you'd like to look it up in verse 16, to do good and to communicate, forget not. That word communicate means to fellowship, have communion. Don't forget, this is what Paul is saying, don't forget to contribute and associate and have a community. Do good. Let there be joint participation. In fact, it means... Let there be fellowship with intimacy and intercourse in your fellowship, in your benediction. That's that's right to the end of the service. You just hang on. You give of yourself. Don't forget to communicate. Don't forget to do good. Don't forget to exhibit and, and, and give a contribution. Collect your thoughts. Collect your strength. Collect your faith. The steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord. The steps of a good lady are ordered of the Lord. And the Lord's delighting. I just love this. As a, as a young man being raised in the message, as a teenager, this so helped me to know that my steps are ordained of God. I can't speak for your experience. I'll speak for mine. When I started hearing Brother Branham speak about you are predestinated. You're ordained of God. Help us close the service. When those revelations start dropping into a a young man or a young lady or anybody's heart, it does something for them. I'm ordained for the rapture. Though you may suffer for a while, you're going to make it through this. I'm intended to be here. I'm designed to be here. It's pre-planned of God that she would lose nothing. And I'm part of his something. He will lose nothing out of his hand. He's raising you up in this last day. Because he will lose nothing. Let's close with some of these thoughts. You're ordained to do what you do. How many know Pharaoh was ordained to do what he did? I'm quoting out of God of this evil age. Pharaoh was raised up for this purpose. Judas Iscariot was raised up to be the son of perdition. Then why don't you just start claiming the positive? I was raised up for this purpose. I have in my notes here, um, in my notes here to speak about that. If, If God can lead an animal to safety, he can lead you to safety. What led those animals to the ark for safety? Are you getting anything out of this service? If God can lead an animal, He can lead you. If perfect love can move the heart of a bull, 
to stop in its track. He can stop a lady or a man that gets under that atmosphere. If some hornets that want to sting and and a man's drove his lawnmower into them and they come after him, but love can come into the situation, come into that atmosphere and move them to just go around in a circle and go right back to their house, surely he can get a hold of a heart of a man and a woman that will say, God, I yield myself to you. If a possum can come to a prophet's home and be healed, doesn't even have a soul, and that's an animal, surely God, here, here it is here, if God can get a hold of an animal to fulfill His will and bring it under subjection, surely He can get a hold of you and a people that are surrendering and yielding. God can do anything. He does miracles so great. God, let us move under this atmosphere now. This will be my last quote here as I speak on this pulsation. Just after this, our musicians will come, but I wanted you to hear this on the pulsation. Brother Branham said, in works is faith express. Work on that pulsation. Who knows what a pulsation is? It's something that's pulsing, like electricity or like something that's throbbing. And and our prophet's encouraging us, you work on that. Not just something dry, miserable, carnal. You work on those pulsations. He said that spur of the moment. Just that moment when something is revealed to you, grab it. We need to encourage one another. When something comes on a spur of the moment from the Holy Spirit, grab it. Reach out and touch it. It could pass and be gone like a flash. That's why we need to be quick and move under pulsation. I felt to say this to you today. We're so trained by education to just be slow, figure it out. Let's think about this, rationalize it. And if a believer walks by that, you're going to lose. That's why education is the greatest enemy of the gospel. When the word is coming and the Holy Ghost is moving and it's pulsating in a meeting, you grab that. Stop looking to this and that and, and this went wrong or that's this. No, the word is coming. It's our greatest source of help. It's our healing. It's an atmosphere of faith that begins to move. Then don't be one that is pulling the other way. Get your lip off the ground. You're speaking the word now. Lord, I'm coming home. I'm coming back, Jesus. God, anoint our faith. Stop always saying, I'm sick. I'm no good. I'm little. I'm unworthy. Start speaking the word. I'm a son of God. I'm a daughter of God. Heaven and earth will pass away, but I will never pass away. I'm being healed. I'm being strengthened. I'm coming back. I'm going to be whole. Peace is coming. Help is coming. Freedom is coming. Deliverance is coming. Reach out and grab it. Satan brings sickness, hardship, troubles. We have enough of that. We're going to have enough exams and troubles and bills. So when you hear the pulsation, he said, just that moment when something is revealed to you, grab it. Okay. 
Just say, okay, I, I take that. And, I, and you move out there. All the time you spend worrying, fretting, being anxious, it's killing you. It's hurting your heart. It's hurting your health. It's hurting your family. It's destroying your future. Don't wait till we're on the other side looking back and saying, man, if I would have known. Man, if I would have known. Look at that. Look at that, man. What, what we could no, Don't wait till then. Let revelation drop in now. I want to do all that I can for the body. Strengthen one. Work on that pulsation. Like Joshua did, he said, and Mary Magdalene. Last quote. Looking at the unseen. I'm, I'm working on this pulsation. Look at Joshua. Look at, he said at Joshua. Before one rock ever came out of the building of the walls of Jericho, Joshua walked around the walls shouting the victory. Before one rock fell, he just started marching. And he got all the people marching. Before one thing happened positive, he was walking. Victory is ours. Victory is ours. Healing is ours. Deliverance is ours. We're a body. We're going together. Stop being jealous. Stop being a person that always sits in the pew figuring out everything. There will be no scoffers and mockers in heaven. We'll stop it here then. Oh, you say perfect love will be there. No, perfect love's here. And that's how you're going to get there, brother. Sister, if you don't master love here, you're not even going to be there. That's why the Lord's working on this and working on this and focusing on this. And the ministry's so positive. It ought to be. And if we're negative, we need the Lord to rip that out of our heart. And God forgive me, Lord. If I've, if I've been uh, one of the ones pulling back around here, forgive me, Jesus. You make the desserts or you make a lettuce or sandwich or you go through the line or you're trying to help in a certain area. Be positive. Be like Joshua, walking around the walls just shouting the victory. For by faith he saw the victory. He knew the walls was coming down. And he armed his men and walked around and around and around Jericho for seven days in full armor. Could you imagine doing that like today in sun? What, what are you all doing? What are you all doing? Victory is ours. Full armor. We're marching around because he was looking at the unseen. Look to the unseen tonight. Let an atmosphere. Just move within your heart. Lord, I want to be more sensitive. How can you walk around, he said, a wheelchair? How can you walk around the cancer? How can you walk around sin? He said, shouting the victory. So I'm just going to shout the victory. Just look at that wheelchair and say, there ain't going to be no wheelchairs in heaven. When you brush your dentures and putting them in there somewhere, just say, in heaven I got a full set of teeth. When you put in your contacts or you wear glasses, say, there's none of these in heaven. And people with plates in their leg and their knees and their ankles, I don't know what's going to happen to it. It'll drop out or something somewhere. But your new body won't have any of that. Brother Branham said, how can you walk around sin shouting the victory? Let's go into camp like this. Say, I'm I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. Try, I'm going to try to work the... No, no, how do you walk around sin shouting the victory? 
that God gives the promise and, and you see him who's invisible. When that pulsation comes in your heart and begins to pulsate, I'm the Lord who heals all thy diseases. And when you see that, everything else weakens away. Say, I'm a horrible hypocrite. Well, start walking in victory. Just let the atmosphere of faith and believing and say, God, walk the walk through me. It's not by your might or your power. It's going to be by the Holy Spirit. Let's stand to our feet and our musicians come and we give the glory to Jesus. Praise be to God. Praise be to God. God bless you. I know it's been hot today, hot this week. It might get hotter next week, they said. But whether it's hot or cool, or we're just going to serve the Lord. Yeah? We can talk about the weather, all, all, but we're here to talk about the Lord. Start singing a little song. Praising Jesus. It was hot there on Sunday in Victoria. It was, hot, it was hotter inside that church than outside. They had no air conditioning and we were boiling. Well, you can either give a sacrifice of praise and joyfulness or you just get all sad and sweaty. <sighs> or you can just say, Lord, we're going through this. Praise the Lord, we're Christians. God saved us from a hotter place. We're not going there, friends. I don't mean that jokingly. He saved us from a hotter place. And as we bow our heads tonight, let's be in prayer about this in the coming days. Can we do that? Heavenly Father, Lord, we pray that your spirit would just blanket our assembly. Even those on the internet, Lord, that stream or will view Every visitor that's coming, all those that are being registered, our brother Michael, sister Abigail, so unselfishly giving over the years. Our brother Tom and sister Joanne and others are moving higher into other positions. We pray a blessing on sister Karen Ashdown, sister Linda, sister Lisa and others, Lord, that so labor for us. We think of the counselors and co-counselors. Mothers and fathers that send their children and grandparents to this camp to just hungering. Just maybe privately their voices are broken and maybe shook up a little bit. They see that there needs to be a change. There must be something greater. I pray that these burdens, Lord, would be lifted and that there would be great times of your presence coming and moving. Even tonight that you would prepare us for faith, Lord, and not just for camp, but, uh, but for the rapture, for heaven, Lord. For the change of our bodies, Lord. As we've spoken about it for years and sang about it. Don't let it be a fairy tale story. And just living on a bubble. Father, let it not be that way. We're not here to touch the preacher. Or just have the preacher touch us. We're here to touch the Lord. As he passes by. Lord, let the pulsation of that faith move in every soul. Even now, we felt that pulsation through the service. Your Holy Spirit, that positive token, just giving your people that assurance, giving us strength for the battle. Heavenly Father, we want to draw in all the nutrients now. As we know, some are in great valleys of decision and distress. Lord, even getting a prayer request as we were in the back study, 
one of our senior brothers going into operation tomorrow on his eyes, Lord. We pray for Brother Paul Neighbor and pray for these cataracts, Lord. And as he's given and been a blessing to our church, that now you would be very near the physician. And may all of these things pass by and may the surgery go well. May he be able to see better than ever before. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. You gave us these bodies and these lives and we want to give them back to you, Lord. It's not by might or by our power, but it's by your Holy Spirit, Jesus. We're commanded by your word to pray for one another. Hold one another up in prayer. Stand as a body. Move out under one mind and one accord. Bless every musician, every speaker, everyone that will take leadership or a role, Father. Even the sound, Lord, and the technicians and those that put up the tin and those that labor. Our brother Derek and sister Debbie. Lord, we are so thankful for every part of the body of Christ. Jesus, we thank you, Lord. Bless your holy name. Praise your name, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Even before we leave here, we want to walk around and give you glory, give you praises of victory, victory. Even before the music starts, we want to say, Lord, I receive it tonight. If it's healing, if it's an answer, if it's a prayer request, if it's something on our hearts, something in our minds, something in our families. Let's walk around it in victory tonight and make footsteps of possession. We thank you, Lord God. Thank you for answering our prayers, Jesus. We're here to give you glory and thanksgiving. Give you praises and honor, Lord Jesus. As we're in a world that's falling apart and losing their sanity, Lord. They lie to one another. They rape one another. They shoot and kill and abuse. And you've brought us into your presence so that we can be healed. We can be made whole. We can be cleansed. We can be strong in the Lord. We put the future into your hands. And just pray for more of this sensitivity. Committing it all to you. In the precious name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Lord, I lift your name. I lift your name. Your holy name. Right before we go. We'll just lift up. Lord, I lift your name. Just right before we go tonight. Oh, Jehovah.
One last song before we go. No one else can fill my heart like you do. What's that song? church everyone is welcome and then Sunday services reach out and shake somebody's hand and God bless you you're dismissed amen God bless you